Is it possible to get into a fight on Thanksgiving? We're here into the Thanksgiving season now, friends. And by doing so, it's time for us to look back. Look back on the yesteryear of radio bits that I used to do. And with Thanksgiving theme, every Wednesday from here on, I'm going to try to find some Thanksgiving stuff for us to take a look at. But like, what is it possible that families would actually get into fights? And I'm talking about like fights, fights on Thanksgiving. The answer is yes, but what? We'll find out today on the show. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. How are we? Welcome, welcome, welcome. Glad that you are here. Welcome to uh, Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. I am Steve Kramer. I am a, a mama's boy, as, as stated a second ago, and I am I'm, uh, I'm happy to be that. I am. And on this podcast, we just, we live, we laugh, we love my mom. It means we live our lives out loud, we laugh a lot, and we love my mom, my co-host, Nancy Yancey. Hi, Mom. Hi, honey. I want to call BS. <laughs> I, I feel like we are in such a time where if you feel even the slightest, what's misogynized mean? That's not the right word I'm looking for. Um, <laughs> what's like, like held, like, marginalized maybe that's where i'm looking for. marginalized does uh-huh. that mean like when you're like what does marginalized mean <laughs> i don't know if i'm using this right i'm tired today so marginalized is when people are thought less than yes people so like if you feel like if you feel like them. you're being made felt less than yes. in society you yes. you feel like unless i'm the same way so i'm not saying anything you feel like you have got to put every ounce of your energy into making sure that you are uh, you are understood and heard, right? Uh-huh. Now, I think in a lot of ways, this has done some great things for our society. You know what I mean? The women's movement was great. I think Black Lives Matter was a fantastic cause. Uh, a lot of people that really have been in, in a minority group for a long time are having voices mm. in a lot more respect than they've ever had before. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. Nobody cares if you really do love Thanksgiving, <laughs> okay? Nobody really cares. <laughs> Nobody really – it's not – you're not being held down, okay? If it's your favorite holiday, you're not being held down. No, like nobody's coming after your Thanksgiving, I promise you. So today, you know, yesterday on the podcast I mentioned, I made this whole diatribe about how like it's nobody's favorite Thanksgiving, right? Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, it's it's mostly in jest, you know, mostly uh-huh. in jest. Like I do think it's it, – to me, it's it's kind of it's got some silly traditions to it. I'm not sure why we dress up to sit in our living room and eat dinner uh-huh. at 2 p.m. I don't get it. Uh-huh. Um, but y'all this morning, I just mentioned it. We were talking about it first thing in the morning, like early on, like early on in the show, like before seven o'clock in the morning. Mm. And I just had mentioned, I'm like, I'm like, come on, like no one, same thing I said in the podcast, no one's favorite holiday is Thanksgiving. Like mm-hmm. your favorite holiday, like you can like it uh-huh. and it can be your second favorite, but I, well, here's what I'm saying. Here's the point that I'm trying to make. I'm sitting up here in my, um, in my condo right now, I'm looking at my window. It's got this little walkway around it right now. I don't see one person with a Thanksgiving themed shirt on and we're three weeks out. <laughs> oh, jeez. You know what I mean? Like no one's that passionate and you can like it again. You can like the thing. You can love the food, the family. It's, it's, it's a, it's a solid holiday, uh-huh. but it's nobody's favorite holiday is the point that uh-huh. I'm trying to make over here. Uh-huh. Y'all, I swear to you, I swear to you. Like you would have thought you honest and I'll, you can go listen to Kramer and Jess on demand from yesterday uh-huh. uh, from the third from the second. Um, 
uh, you would have thought that I said that like kittens are stupid or like puppies are oh. terrible or babies, babies are the worst. Oh, like no, so many people. And you can actually, if you, if you don't want to listen to the whole episode, you can just go look at the Kramer and Jess, um, social media channels. Uh-huh. Oh my God. <laughs> Did they jump on you? Just, just why it's, it's not, it's not. <laughs> I can't believe it. I'm going to stop listening. I've loved Thanksgiving since I was a kid. Oh, like, no. Nobody, nobody's coming after. No one's coming after Thanksgiving. <laughs> like, oh, no. It's the hardest time ever to be on the radio, man. It's wild. It's oh, a wild time no. out there. It's a wild time. Uh, oh, jeez. So I, if I upset anyone with my uh, Thanksgiving comments and, and you felt uh, you felt that your holiday was being being uh, marginalized I uh, I don't care I honestly don't give a shit I know so I don't think you can ruin Thanksgiving for anyone no, it's not it's fine like it's a holiday it's the same as last week when I said your kids don't need to come trick-or-treating my house they're over the age of 10 and like it was a right. meltdown of a day you know it's uh-huh. like man we're just uh, we're rocking and rolling over here in Baltimore man we're we're uh, just doing our thing. I got a weird flow going in my house right now. Um, I uh, this and this makes no sense. And anyone in warm weather, which is like ninety eight percent of you guys, aren't going to understand this. But um, I've been too late. Like today was the first day I've turned on my uh, my fireplace because it's cold. It's right now. It's it's forty seven degrees. Anything mm-hmm. under fifty to me is pretty cold, right? I'm going to mm-hmm. turn some kind of heat on, uh, mm-hmm. but. I forgot to turn off my th- my thermostat, so I woke up from my nap today like freezing because what I basically oh, done was heat it up. <laughs> I basically heated up my living room enough to kick on my thermostat, which then blew my room out with just because I closed the door, you know. Oh, so like, I, I woke up and it's literally about forty seven degrees. I think in my actual, I think I'm sleeping outside right now because um, it is so. It is literally that cold (laughs) in this room right now. So if I start shivering, but I forgot this is Kiki's favorite time of year. Kiki, my dog, she's a little five pound chihuahua. Kiki loves fireplace season. Like she does thrives in fireplace season. I forget what I do because you know, Kiki, she's older, you know, she's an older dog and she, um, she just, she likes her, her little things, you know, she likes to, she likes to be able to sleep on her um, her little bed, and she likes to be able to jump up on the couch and sleep up there. But when, on fireplace season, mm-hmm. what she'll do is she'll go and she'll lay down right in front of the fireplace because she just loves Aww. the warmth coming off of that thing. And I forgot, Wiggy, my other chihuahua, used to do the same thing. She would do the Aww. same thing. She would hop right in front of the fireplace when she got older. Like, and she would just hop in front of the fireplace and just curl up. So what I do during fireplace season, because I consider myself to be the world's best dog dad, is every morning I will, because that's like when it's really cold, you know, it's uh-huh. like when I get up, it can be not, not right now, but it can be like in the twenties. It may have gotten down to the teens last year, but it's, you know, twenties typically in the winter. Right. And I, I'll get up and I'll go out first thing and I will turn the fireplace on and I'll let Kiki get a couple of minutes of fireplace time. Uh-huh. And that's like when I'm in there showering and doing that, you know, and get uh-huh. ready for the day. And then that way we can warm because I still have to take her outside. So it's kind of mean. Like, oh, in hindsight, yeah. it's kind of it's kind of a, it's kind of a rude thing to do. It's like I warm her yeah. up and I get her like freeze her ass off and I bring her back in and, <laughs> and don't turn the fireplace on. <laughs> maybe it's maybe it was I was gonna applaud myself there for a second, but maybe it's actually kind of a rude thing to do. 
Because <laughs> then I then I come back and I turn the fireplace off when she's like shivering, and I'm like, all right, gotta go to work. Bye, good luck, see ya. But she loves it. Like fireplace season mm. is when Kiki thrives. Like she comes alive right now, and I've forgotten all about that. So Aww. we're in this. Uh, we're in the change of seasons. Have you have you start, started your fireplace yet? It's always like a weird first time of the season when you turn it. Like you, you got to figure out like when's the right time to. Uh, oh yeah. To turn it will it'll blow. I mean, like this thing will. I don't typically turn the heat on in the winter because my fireplace will literally heat this whole this whole unit pretty easily. I know it does. Yeah, it's fantastic. Now we haven't used our fireplace yet, but we we do have our heat on. Yeah. And today, I mean, talking about wanting to be warm, I'm the same way. And and my best friend Margot and I were talking today and we were both saying we hate being cold. And mm. she had a heating pad on her feet. And we were laughing. I was telling her what we had talked about with the heating pads a few days ago. And um, today, when Jim and I left for his doctor's appointment, I was drinking my frozen protein drink. Yeah. And it was like mm, 52 or something like that. And I, I took a blanket in the car <laughs> so that I could have my... Frozen protein drink. <laughs> yeah. Turn the heat up in the car to 72 and be under my blanket so I can freeze <laughs> myself to death. While you're drinking your drink. <laughs> While I'm drinking a frozen drink. It's the things you got to do. You know what's so funny is if you're anyone listening, I don't really know. I'm not sure who is. This is actually be really interesting to find out. Who's our most most northern listener? You know, mm. like who who listens to this show in the most northern of areas? I'll bet it's um, Dan. Probably, I would. Uh-huh. I'm willing to say so. Dan, my buddy, lives in upstate New York, right? Uh-huh. And it's like he tells me it starts to snow around this time of year for him. So like it's cold, yeah. cold up there, right? Um, and I, um, um, uh, so I. What I wonder is because I, you know, to me, this is it's starting to get pretty chilly. Like I threw my, I threw a, like a, a coat on, like my like a smaller coat, like a lighter coat on today for the first time, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but like. When I see some of these people, like what y'all got to go through, like I don't, I can barely survive my winter. You know what I mean? Like, I, I barely, uh-uh. I barely get through it. Like I barely get through oh, it. Oh yeah. And I don't know how y'all do it. Like I don't know how in the world y'all. Boston, like, Chicago. Yeah. Worse than that. Like oh. I remember uh, one of my one of my dear friends who is also a radio consultant and like a life coach. Uh, she will, uh, she used to live in Toronto for like four oh, years Oh, and she was like, man, it gets like, it's like cold uh-uh. and it makes me realize like this ain't nothing. And I realized <laughs> right. it ain't nothing, you know, it's in like comparison. Spring. <laughs> I know. I almost feel like what I should do is everyone, everyone's telling me, they're like, you know what you need to do? And this is what I've kind of prepped out my winter to do is almost every month I'm going to a warmer location for mm-hmm. a couple of days. Uh, I mean, at least in, I mean, I'll be in Tulum you know, this month, right? Uh, next month. No, well, no, I'll be in San Diego in December. I'll be in San Diego yeah. in December. Uh, yeah. In January, I'm going to Florida for a while for Miguel's wedding. So I'll be there. Yeah. And then February, I, I think I'm actually going to go somewhere uh, up in Pennsylvania, but back up the Poconos, go to the, um, hmm. I'm, all, I'm all over the place right now, man. I'm busy. Um, <laughs> but I, um, uh, I think everyone's like, you need to like break up your winter. I think, tell me this sounds crazy is I think I need to go somewhere like freezing cold. Like I need to go to like the coldest place that I can possibly imagine going to. You need Actually, to go Jess, to Toronto. <laughs> yeah. Well, Jess is going to um, Jess is going to Alaska to hang out with um, Garage Boys family because his mom lives over there. Oh, you know. Oh God. And I told oh. her I was like, 
because she was like, it's going to be so cold. And I'm like, oh. it's going to be cold, man. It's going to be like for real cold. Uh, oh, I was yeah. like, but, but the thing is, like, by the time you get back here, here in, in Maryland, like, it's not going to seem, it's going to seem like a summer's day. Oh, I think instead yeah. of going somewhere warmer, the play might be to actually go somewhere colder. So by the time <laughs> you get back here, you're like, ooh, this is like, you know, you know that feeling when you get back home to wherever you're at and like the temperature just feels different. Uh-huh. Or you just go, like you fly, let's just say you're in San Diego and you fly, you fly to, let's use Florida as an example or Texas. Um, uh-huh. You get off the plane at first, like blast of humidity that hits you for the first time, you know? <laughs> yes. Oh, you know? gosh. And you're like, I would never be able to survive this. And you go back uh-huh. home and you're like, oh, okay. Like, this, yeah, this is nice. So, like, here, <laughs> like, I need to, like, when it's really cold here, it's like 20 here. I need to fly somewhere where it's like negative 40. <laughs> and then come back here and be like, oh, this is beautiful. Like, this is great weather today, you so know? And it's really just take it in. I get it. So true. All right. Let's do mom tent for the day. This is a uh, mid of the week. We do mom tent and mom tent is because my mom is, uh, she's when we first started the podcast. She would, um, bring all kind of content to the, like the, the podcast, but it was, um, just a lot of like lists she would find or <laughs> newsletters or something. I was like, mom, I don't, I don't really know. That's what we're going for, um, <laughs> for this podcast, but she, she loves it. She, how, how many newsletters do you get every day? Mom hundreds. No, oh, I don't know. A hundred. Yeah. So uh, once a week, she's able to bring her favorite to you with something we call Mom Tent. So here we go with Mom Tent for the week. Uh huh. So this is a blog post, and it's 10 reasons nice people don't make good partners. Mm. Now, I would argue with that. I think nice people do make good partners. We just need to have stronger boundaries around ourselves because I'm a nice person. You're a nice person. Um, and I see myself in a lot of these, and I bet you will too. Okay. Okay. Nice and people. So, uh-huh. so wait. So you think? Are you arguing against this? Oh no! I'm just saying. I think the article title is misleading. Okay. It's ten reasons nice people don't make good partners. Yeah. And what I'm saying is that I think nice people are great partners. They just need to have strong, healthy boundaries. Okay. Let's All go. Right. Nice people give too much. They tend to be the givers, and that's fine, but not when the person they're with is a taker. Such a thing as giving too much leads to resentment and exhaustion. Can you relate to that, Kramer? I mean, no, no, no. You because can't. I don't, I don't consider I don't consider myself really a nice person. You don't. No. Mm. Not Your mom like, thinks you're a nice person. I I, I think, and I I don't I don't know this article, so yeah. I mean, I'm nice, but the thing is, I'm not like a pushover in a relationship. Okay. Uh, and so that's I'm feeling what this article is going to turn into just by that first one alone uh-huh. is like you don't have strong boundaries. Uh huh. In your relationship, uh-huh. I, I I think I'm I'm a I don't but I'm not, I don't think I'm like the nice I think I'm a nice person, but I'm not like an overly nice person. You're mm. an overly nice person, so I feel like this list may have to do more with you than me. But let's mm. uh, do it. So so number one was what? Nice people give too much. Yeah, I mean I know I don't I don't think I do. Do you think you give too much in your relationship? Not anymore, mm-hmm. but for the first twenty five years I did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> a long time. The last twenty five. First forty nine. The last forty nine. <laughs> Finally getting with it. Uh-huh. Okay. These all are right. all lessons. These are all pretty much lessons I personally had to learn. Okay. All right. Nice people are too available. Will drop mm. everything to be with their partners. And it's important when they need to support, but it's not okay to be at their beck and call. 
Mm-hmm. Gives the impression you're not a unique person in your own right, which you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. No, I don't think I do that either. I don't think mm-hmm. that that's um, – but I think you do that. Oh, I definitely do that. Yeah. I mean, I still do that. Yeah, literally, I can be like, Mom, I know it's 3.45 in the morning, but can we record Certified Mom's Boy a little early today? At 4. She's like, sure, sure, sweetie. And she'll wake her ass up, <laughs> drag herself into office and, all right. Uh, I, I, I do I, have to watch that. I know. I do you, have to yeah, watch that. Yeah, but this is what I'm talking about. This, this, this is what I, I – and honestly, though, like honestly, these are the kind of people that I am attracted to. Because uh-huh. I do enjoy someone that is well, because you gotta remember where I came from, okay? Now I came from whatever this list is about to say, I came from the complete opposite of this. Uh-huh. And you may argue like she had very strong boundaries on mm-hmm. what she wanted to do and what she didn't want to do, which mm-hmm. but almost like to a fault, right? Like mm-hmm. yeah. Anyway. All right, next mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. Um, they put their partners on unnecessary pedestals. No one's perfect. No one needs to be held up mm. in worship. No one's better than anyone else. We're all down here shoulder to shoulder just being human. No, see, I want that so, too. I want somebody I that really. Uh, yeah, you know, actually, you're absolutely right. <laughs> like all these things, I'm like, damn, yeah, y'all know anybody? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. If y'all know this somebody, let part- me know. Cause... This is a partner. This is the person you want to bring home for Christmas. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. <laughs> y'all know this person, let me know. Okay, all right, yeah. Because I do. Like, I'm ready for someone to, like, post post a picture of me on their Instagram and say, my king. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I want. Uh-huh. I want someone to uh-huh. me as their king. So. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Not good. All right. Not good. What, what else? People don't do consequences for bad behavior. That mm-hmm. means that we let people get away with things they shouldn't. Yeah. Um, they, nice people cut their partners, even ones that don't treat them well. Too much slack. For their dis- misdemeanors, so their partners take full advantage of it. Does that sound like you? <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Hear me hear, out there, nice people. I, I hear Jimmy Mack back over here. <laughs> uh huh. Yep. Now, this one I don't know so much about. I'm probably not too guilty of this. I don't think I'm guilty of this at all. Um, nice people overinvest in their partner's potential. So here's how she describes it. I had a client, a lovely woman who spent eight years in a toxic relationship because she believed so completely in her partner's potential. Yes, he'd had a tough life, but she believed with the right love, that would be her love, he would become all she dreamed he'd be. Sadly, he didn't have the same dream or commitment, and he heard her over and over again. But there's a power play to this story. She eventually recovered and now is in a relationship with a man who's even nicer than her. I love that. So what so, do you think about that? No, I don't think I put I don't think I put my partner on a pedestal. Yeah. No, I don't think I ever no. tried to build no, him up. I don't up feel that way. I don't feel like you really yeah. unusual expectations. You're just trying to get by. <laughs> I always accepted him, hopefully, for who he was and what he mm-hmm, was doing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Nice people have fuzzy boundaries. Hmm. That's me. Say no too little and yes too much. Right. To the point of neglecting their own health and needs. Because their hearts are pure, they just want to keep everyone happy. But eventually it'll drag you down. What do you think about that one, Mom? Got, oh, what do you think? <laughs> oh, yeah. Once again, let me get, let me go back to recording. Sorry about Mom's point at 345 in the morning. 
Yeah, exactly. Or well. the first 25 years of my marriage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're definitely, and that's the thing, is I feel like this is honestly, and this is something that like I fell, I mean, I kind of fell into because my ex-wife was so, I don't talk a lot of trash. She wasn't like a terrible person, but she was, she was always gotten her way. Yeah. Like her whole entire life for 26 years when I met her, she had gotten her way the whole time. Right. So mm-hmm. it was really hard with a strong personality like hers to ever fall into the role of, you almost had to like be the subservient one. You can't have two. And I think anytime we did, we did compete head to head was because mm-hmm. of the personality types, you know, we both kind of wanted to like, take control of the situation. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I think that what we're seeing here with this list is like, what you don't have is like strong personal boundaries. And I think what that's coming, and this is just me and my own personal experience. Right. But Mm -hmm. what what I'm realizing personally is that I like the more I'm single and the more I like understand like what I find acceptable and what I don't and how I want to be treated in a relationship and how I don't, Mm-hmm. And it's why I think I have been single for so long is because mm-hmm. I don't want to, I don't want to be like the pushover in the relationship again. You know, mm-hmm. I don't want to yeah. be the one that's over here, like let it just being walked all over. And I, mm-hmm. I, didn't, I didn't get walked all over, but if I didn't get walked over, it just became a fight. It was like, I think mm-hmm. I walked over. It was a fight. It was like my choice. How, how do I want the day to go? You know, it's like, choose your own adventure. Do you want to? Do you want to have her, you know, do you want her to get her way or do you just want to fight for three hours over this? You know, Uh so it's like, uh, let me see. So you gave in. You gave up your power. How much Mm -hmm. energy do I have? So, Mm -hmm. I mean, mom, what do you think about that? Because you said 25, you know, half your relationship, you were like that. Right. And what, so what do you, as someone that's reformed, if you will. Yeah. How did, how did you do it? And why, like, how did that change your relationship with dad? Oh my goodness. Well, the, the way I did it was going to therapy. And being separated for a time, and learning and learning these things about yeah. boundaries, right? Yeah. For myself, and so you know, basically, <clears throat> in our marriage, the first twenty-five years, um, I was the kid; he was the adult, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm a people pleaser, so I kept everybody happy, including him, but forgot about my own happiness, right? Mm-hmm. So after. You know, after going to three years of therapy and saying, hmm, okay, as he says, I changed the rules. Right. Well, I did. I changed the rules and it's been a much healthier and better relationship. So what? But, and when you say you changed the rules, like what does that mean? Oh, well, that just means that I began taking care of myself and the relationship. Mm-hmm. And it mm-hmm. wasn't all about him and everyone else. It was about me too. Right. And being sure that, you know, my own needs were getting met and that I wasn't just pleasing everyone else. Right. And I mean, that yeah. meant not not just my immediate family, but that meant our friends, that meant our mm-hmm. in-laws, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah. what did, um, how did that change your relationship then with dad? Oh, it was much better. And, and he'll, and he will say that he, he liked it much better because we felt like we were um, equal partners, mm-hmm. right? Like one partner wasn't stronger than the other, but we met, you know, midway. Right. And it was well, it's much, good to hear that. Much so, better. I mean, what would you recommend to somebody listening to this right now? Because I mean, get nice people 
there's, I think there's a difference between being nice and being walked all over. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So what would, like, what would you say to somebody listening right now that feels like they are, they're the old you? Uh huh. I would say to, first of all, recognize that you have needs too, and to learn to value yourself and those needs Mm -hmm. and to let your partner know what those are and stand firm in them, stand firm in them. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you'll and you'll and be a much takes, better honestly, partner and a better person. That's why I'm staying single right now. <laughs> I want. I mean, no, seriously, not no, because I want to know what that means. Oh yeah. I want to know who I am, what I stand for, what I stand, you know, what I'm about yep. before I enter into a relationship. Because I feel like I can't even like. How can I even know what I well, any of that until I right. really explore it by myself? I don't want to learn it. I don't want to like stumble through it in another relationship. No. But if you're already in a relationship, I still think it's possible. It's doable. It is. It you just know? takes a lot of work. It's just a lot. I think it's more difficult <laughs> when you've got somebody in your ear versus when you're alone doing it by yourself. Oh by yeah. Dating and you know just kind of getting a, you know getting a feel for who you are, what you want, right. what you tolerate, what you don't. And, I mean, and some may say I've gone too far the other way. Um, but one thing I won't do is, is fall into the same trap I did before by falling back into, okay, everything's fine. Whatever you want, you know, it's, you know, I'll never fall into that trap again. So right. that's a good one. Miles. good. That's good. All right. I like that All right. one. I like good. that one. Yeah. Good, 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 good. All right, let's get to our quote for today. Okay. It's from Christine Morgan and she says, setting boundaries is a way of caring for myself. Doesn't make me mean selfish or uncaring just because I don't do things your way. Mm-hmm. I care about me too. That's great. That's great. Yep. Couldn't say it better myself. Uh-huh. Got to remember that. Yep. It's important. All right. And here's maybe what the good uh, transition piece here is, is because maybe if you're in a relationship right now, you're kind of feeling like me, you know, about it, uh, about like, how am I supposed to get out of this? Like, I, I, I feel mm-hmm. like I'm a people pleaser. I feel like I'm just kind of getting walked all over my relationship. Better help could be a great tool for that. Better help is online therapy and counseling. And yes, this is a commercial, but, uh, I, I truly do think this could be a great tool, any kind of therapy, but I really, I personally use better help and I think you're going to like it. It's online therapy and counseling that can help you kind of break down any issues that you're having relationship issues depression, stress, anxiety, work-related <laughs> issues. It could be uh, family conflicts you've had for years now, or you're not sleeping well. Like, all of these things contribute to your mental health. And like, thank God we live in a time where we have so much access to great things for your mental health. I don't know how you always do it back in the day, Mom. I don't know how you did Like, I don't know. I, I, uh, I just can't imagine. <laughs> I can't imagine living a life right now where I don't put my mental health at like mm. a high caliber bar. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. I can't imagine. I don't, I don't, I just don't know what that would even feel like. Yeah. Um, so I'm super thankful that I live in a time. Today. Yeah, exactly. It's like changed. We, we, yeah, we can all talk and we can like open mm-hmm. up and like we get so many resources. You literally have therapists on your phone right now doing video mm-hmm. chats or uh, calls, weekly calls you can do. You can do, you can message constantly. Like, we have, like even even like the last five years, that wasn't a real option, you know? So, I mean, it's it's the easiest time ever to get therapy. And I hope you'll try it. Uh, BetterHelp Online Therapy and Counseling is amazing. You can get 10% off your first month by trying it out by going to betterhelp.com slash Kramer. Betterhelp.com slash Kramer. And use my coupon code Kramer to get 10% off your first month. Supports the podcast, too. So, just know when you when you do try it out, 
not only are you getting a discount, but you're supporting the podcast. And I'll tell you, the reason that BetterHelp stays on with us is because so many of you guys have tried it. So thank you. And hopefully it's like a you're enjoying the service. And I, I know a lot, I don't hear a ton of you guys talk about it, but I know you're using it because they keep coming back month after month after month. So with that said, thank you so much for being a supporter of, uh, of BetterHelp for those that champion their own mental health. BetterHelp.com slash Kramer. Join the over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health. Again, BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Kramer. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, uh, we are going to get to our moment in Kramer history in a second. First, uh, certified fans, hello. This is where we stop to thank you. Certified Yay. fans are people that can donate $5 a month to the podcast, and we're just super thankful for that. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It is uh, mo- primarily certified fan-driven um, uh, show. So thank you. It's a listener-driven show. So thank you so much for doing that. And if you're not a certified fan, hey, listen, I got it. You may not have five extra bucks a month, especially if you want to go to a podcast. Uh, you know, if you can't afford it, that's cool. But like, be really thankful for those people that can because we wouldn't be doing this this show five days a week if it wasn't for a certified fan. So thank you very much for uh, for that. You get a bunch of perks when you join. You can text the word fans to go learn about those perks. F-A-N-S to 888-Kramer8. Fans to 888-Kramer8. And um, when we get somebody new, we welcome them. That's one of your perks. You get a welcome whoop whoop on the podcast. When we don't, then we have to um, we have to go back. Oh, you know what? Oh my god, I'm just, I just remember something. Um, what? Well, I'll, I'll get to it in a second. So don't let me forget my announcement number two. Okay. Um, when we don't, we have to go back and our, we we thank someone that's been here for a while by spinning our online wheel over here which for some reason used to come out of the computer speaker but now for some reason does not so i have to switch <laughs> the sound over and so we can hear it in the background okay, here we go spin our wheel find out who we're going to dedicate today's show to which certified fan and hopefully the march is you just by joining you can um you know become a certified fan all right yeah love these shout outs two. certified fan number, number one zero two is going to be our certified fan of the day so okay. let me get our list up and I'll tell you. And people, as somebody put on the certified fan page yesterday, how do we find out what number you are? The only <laughs> way I'm going to tell you is when we spin your number. Unless you're like a new person that we started mentioning it probably in the last 30 or 40 people. Like we enjoy and we tell you what number you are. Right. Um, for some reason, it's fascinating to find out what number you are. But <laughs> Sheena C. Okay. I love all these people. I feel like I know y'all personally. I really do. Sheena C. What is the first name? I'm sorry. Sheena. Sheena C. Sheena. Okay. She's on our certified fan page. She's on my social media. She's great, man. I know her from from San Diego. Actually, National City is where she lives over in California. Uh, She's been a certified fan since June of last year, one of our first people to join. So we are super thankful for you uh yes. sheena c this episode is dedicated to you thank you for being a long time certified fan and this episode and whoop whoop is dedicated to sheena c yes whoop whoop to sheena c there thank you so grateful for you yep uh also we need to uh remind you that it's the first of the month right so mm. uh we should be voting for 
podcast magazine. We're kind of back in the running again. Remember, I was going to quit, but now I decided we're not going to quit anymore. Um, <laughs> because they, they put us in fifth or sixth place. And I was like, no, that's not how this works. Like, we don't just drop out of nowhere. That's not, I was we're mad. We're just not taking that. I was being petty for a while, but I'm back. Um, so you, you can uh, you can become a, uh, you, you can vote for our podcast for podcast magazine by texting uh, the word vote, V-O-T-E, to 888-Kramer8. Uh, we're asking you to do this every day, the first 10 days of the month. If you can do it every friggin' day. I mean, I'd love for you to vote every day, period. But if you can vote every the first 10 days of the month, I'm hoping that's like enough votes to keep us in the number two spot. Uh, so you go on there. It takes two seconds to do it. You can vote for your three top favorite podcasts. I'd love for you to vote for Kramer and Jess Uncensored while you're on there as well. Uh, but just text the word vote, V-O-T-E. 888-Kramer8. All right, Mom, that's going to do it for you today. I love you. Okay, honey. Love you forever. A moment in Kramer history! Gonna try to do all Thanksgiving stuff this month. I don't know if I have, honestly, like enough that will be uh, time capsule appropriate. He's other some of it. Like, I just listened to one thing. I'm like, I can't play that back. There's just some things that just didn't, didn't translate. Just did not translate the course of time um and i think i would be canceled by playing it for you which is crazy to me like it's crazy to me that we were that far off the mark that like 12 years later something could be so inappropriate that like we couldn't even do it anymore you know but it also shows that we like we've grown i guess as humans yeah anyway uh anybody ever get a fight on thanksgiving is a question we asked back in 2012 while we were in tampa all right so miguel plead your case here I think on Thanksgiving, it's a wonderful time when your family comes together and you're yeah. thankful for each other. But it's the propaganda that they tell you is happening on Thanksgiving. Right. On Thanksgiving, you're kind of forced to like your family. I mean, you know, let's let's cut the crap for a second. Exactly. And just you say are. that, like it or not, you must love your family on Thanksgiving because you're all in the same area together. Yeah. And that's what you think. But when it actually gets down to the day, that's not reality. So Miguel said, right before we left for the break, he said, listen, I really want to do this topic when we get back because I think it would just be awesome if we get calls on this. I said, Miguel, listen. No, I'm telling you, I bet you, I bet you everything that I have right now, which is not about $10 after the Thanksgiving holiday, oh. that there are people who got into a fight with their family on Thanksgiving. Okay. So on Thanksgiving? On Thanksgiving. Okay, so this is, this is what I'm, I'm going to put it out there just because mm-hmm. I feel like if we don't, he'll forever say this would have been the best topic we ever I'm had. I'm telling you, we're going to get some great stories. I want to say that we will not get a call on this because I think that no matter what, like you hate your family, possibly, but you're able to kind of reserve yourself no, from no. getting in a fight. Listen, I need you to call me up right now, and I can't. I can only put like three minutes on the clock. Okay, okay. three minutes. I bet you there's nobody in Tampa Bay that can call us up right now and say, you know what? I got into a fight on Thanksgiving with my family. Okay? Okay. okay. Now, and don't say it was like some stupid little like debate. I mean, I'm talking about it had to be like where you're like, wow, that was awkward. Oh. Right, exactly. It has to be one of the. Put the, uh, put the three minutes starts now. Okay, three minutes on the clock right now. Mm hmm. 30 seconds remaining. Okay, so in your head, you have to say, like, oh my god, that's so awkward. Yes. I can't believe we're having this fight. It can't be a disagreement or, like, a debate over politics or something. We're trying to find out if there's anybody in Tampa Bay that can say, you know what? My family got into Warning. a... 15 seconds remaining. Some kind of fight. I mean, it had to be, like, a huge fight mm-hmm. on Thanksgiving. I said we wouldn't get calls. Miguel I, said we wouldn't. I think he might be right. The combination for a fight. Right. Yeah, you're right. You do put a lot of the good elements together mm-hmm. for a fight, for sure. Uh, this is Kathy. Kathy. 
you got to explain this to us, okay? Um, it was actually over something stupid, but one of my sisters asked the sister that was preparing Thanksgiving if one of the sides that she likes, a jello mold, was made. And the sister that was cooking assumed that that meant that the other one was complaining about Thanksgiving, and she started crying in the kitchen and had to leave the house for a while. So then I came back, and then my dad was screaming at everybody. And Why was dad screaming? Because he... Um, the sister that walked out is a drama queen and <laughs> made it yeah so she was like complaining and whining and so he went outside to ask her what was wrong and she had spun it to where the other sister was being a not nice person <laughs> see I Wait, told you I'm sorry and when this is what, over what side dish now a jello mold. A jello mold. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That, that makes the story so much. fighting over. Yeah, yeah I would say so. You got to get the jello right, girl. That's for sure. Yep, it was jello. I, I apologize, Miguel. I told you. You did well. I told you. you. Well. I told you. <laughs> All over a jello That jello mold. gets serious. <laughs> it does. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right. Don't forget to vote. I don't want to fall in the charts, man. So vote for Certified Mama's Boy if you would for uh, top podcast and podcast magazine by texting the word vote b-o-t-e 888-Kramer8. I love you so much. I do. I really do freaking love you. I love you guys too. I'm going to say this too. For people that if it's not the 3rd of November right now, I love you too. I love you for like catching up. I just had a girl message me and say, oh my God, I can't believe you can't, you haven't seen those 80s movies. And I'm like, 80s movies? Like, what episode are you watching? Like 306. I'm like, oh my goodness, you're so far behind. But I just appreciate you. There's no need to do that. But for those of y'all that are really trying to keep up with every episode, even if you're behind, I just, I appreciate that. All right. Thank you for listening. We'll see you back here with a brand new episode tomorrow with a brand new Ask My Mom. Okay. Love you. Bye. Hi, Kramer. Beatrice and Chula Vista. I just wanted to call and say that I totally agree with you on the whole Thanksgiving uh, holiday. Oh my God. I agree 100% with you. That's so funny because seriously, why do people get all dressed up just to go sit down and stuff their face and eat a lot of food? And like, yeah, why do people schedule to eat at one or noon or two o'clock? Oh my God. I was laughing so much when you were talking about it because literally I do agree 100% with you. I can care less about Thanksgiving. Sorry, not trying to be a hater. Bye. Love you guys forever. Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.